Welcome to the 251st episode of Tileway Talk. This is Chris. This is Casey. And we're on the other side of 250 now, my friend. We've That's made it. it. We've made it. Well, and we're still well, going. Road to 500 starts today. <laughs> oh, I was I was just going to go for 300, but short term. Yeah, goal, sure. 500 sure. is good, too. But start the hashtags. <laughs> Yeah, we are back with a new episode, and so let's get into it. What are you geeking out on? Yeah, um, Scavenger's Reign. Uh, oh. One of like, it's snuck in, and I'll you know I haven't seen Succession. Um, I think there's been a couple other like big shows that I didn't see this year. You know, as far as like best shows on television, you know, I I've heard that there's an episode of Succession that's like really effing good but um i did watch you know the last of us i watched the bear i watched uh you know what people consider some of the best shows on tv and this came out this year and i am like i want to rewatch it i absolutely loved it it's very good you will like it and just to mention it's animated oh yeah 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 i mean that's a I mean, big I, deal you know like that's at a this big point, deal between like, no, but that's not that's not at all because people do not treat our genre as serious as they should. And when people are like Succession, oh, great show. I don't care. I'm not going to watch Succession because I'm not really interested. I'm sure I would like it, and I'm sure you there's a few like out there. Though, but I'm not rushing out to watch it. So yeah. no, neither am I. I'll watch sci-fi before I watch a drama, but it's probably still good TV. But here's my point. Here's my point. I went to see Napoleon, and there's such like mixed reviews. I'm just like, yeah. I love Ridley Scott. But that screenwriter needed to flesh more things out for me. Here's my point. When people are like, Godzilla Minus One is not just the best Godzilla movie out there. It might be best movie of the year. So, yeah. like, where does this come from? How, where is that judgment, right? So, it's just like, you're saying an animated show is up there with these other shows. And people need to recognize that. That's all. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, like, you're right. Like, listen, The Bear, one of the... Mm the best goddamn shows and i think you would really like it, i need to watch that in yeah. that industry you would yeah. anyone i know who's in the industry knows that that show is almost like gospel um and there's an episode in there that it may be the best uh of the year but um overall scavenger's reign as far as sci-fi that i've watched this year since we're not getting dune 2 it, mm-hmm. it's probably the best sci-fi thing almost probably hands down that i've seen this year Awesome. Yeah, I mean, when I saw it pop up on HBO Max first time, I was like, what is this? So I've been waiting to watch it, and then you have given the green light, so I'm all What are you geeking out on, though? Godzilla. Yeah. (laughs) All the Godzillas. All. Yeah, I've just... It's been awakened um, from the atomic energy within me, and... Mm I'm ready for tomorrow to watch Minus One, and I've never seen a Toho movie in theaters, so I'm very excited. Um, really? Yeah, okay. I have never. Really? Yeah. I feel like you and I would have seen, like, what was it, like, Destroy All Monsters in the 2000s or something? So there's 2099, right? And then beyond that was all those new, um, new millennium Godzilla. I've never seen most of those movies, and I'm about to go hmm. by this deep deep box set because it's like 20 bucks for all of them um is it yeah it's pretty cheap because the rest of them are like all the old toho are on on max right so you can, they put you out can like a, a yeah they put out a crazy set on you know how barnes and nobles does like their criterion box 
dude, that set is like heavily yeah. discounted on Amazon. It's got that awesome artwork on the front. Side. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's a Mondo. It's a Mondo. Uh, I know. One. I know, yeah. dude. I know. That's the one if I was going to get it. That's, yes. that's the one. No, I agree, but at um, $20. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> um, just to piece. make it happen. Um, but that's, you know, I've been so busy with other things in my life. I haven't been playing video games very much. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I've gotten, like, the third star in Super Mario RPG, which is a is an awesome remake. Um, it really is. It's just, it's nostalgic. Um the new stuff that like just the new animations and all of that stuff. And they hold to the, the you know, the original game to a T. Um, so I've had a really good time playing that. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I will get to that. It's on the list. Like you, you know, you went through a big video game thing. Like I'm in a TV phase right now where I'm just kind of like, you know, watching shows um, like invincible Gen Z, like, one piece like so i'll get back to i'll get back to video games right and just as i've been saying the netflix has been turned on since the last show thank god so because you need there's so much one piece tv show there is there is all right well that's some awesome geeking out we've been doing so let's um let's get into something not so awesome um we've had a passing since last show this is one that um a lot of you might not know uh, his name is Roger Castell, and he did a lot of movie art that you are probably familiar with. Um, Listen to he this did show. <laughs> exactly. The Jaws um, poster that we all know of the, you know, the shark coming up and the swimmer above him. Um, that's by Roger Castell. And also one of my favorite um, posters from Empire Strikes Back. So... You know, this this gentleman has been doing a lot of awesome work um, in Hollywood and 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 artistically, and he should be recognized. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, iconic imagery. Right. So, you know, we have some of us have these posters hanging up in our wall and I didn't know the name until today. So um, I always think of Drew Struzan when I think of Star Wars or the Hildebrands when I think of Star Wars. And obviously this is a significant uh, factor. Um, it's just that imagery, right? And especially Jaws. I mean, that image has been recreated a million times over, like one of the most unforgettable icons of all time. hundred <laughs> percent. So let's give a moment silence for this artiste and his family. All right, so let's let's get into the news. Uh, first up on our Marvel docket, I had this one lower on the on the list um, previously, but then I watched the trailer in IMAX on uh, when I watched Napoleon. And as much as I don't give a shit about the Sony Spider Verse in a way, um, there are some things I like about it. But unless they merge it with the MCU at some point or whatever their ultimate game plan is, it's just it's hard for me to dig it but i am getting some final destination vibes from this trailer um and it you know maybe i'll just watch the trailer and be happy with it so <laughs> what, did, what did you think about madam webb trailer's better than i thought you know i want to shit all over it in the beginning i did because i just don't like that actress she was on girls she's in get out she's always like she was in um 
Megan, but she was she was okay in Megan. But still, overall, I want her. Usually, I don't like her. Um, but that trailer, I was like, you know, it's kind of a cool idea. Like, I kind of, you know, if you're gonna do Madam Web, I guess this is the way to do it. So, um, definitely thought I was gonna hate on it more than I did, and I I walked away going. You know, maybe I do care about <laughs> this movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, we're in we're in the business of don't wreck it till you watch it. So we'll see. We'll see when it's when it's free to watch. Um. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to the theater to see this. No. 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 <laughs> um. Next up. No way do I want to give them money to do more of these. <laughs> no way home. No way home on that one. No. Exactly. Unless. <laughs> No, let's move on to the MCU, which is also kind of in a disarray. It's in some points. Yeah. Um, Daniel Critton, um, who was originally attached to Avengers, the King Dynasty, is now stepping away from that project. And at first, people were very panicked that maybe they were just going to drop that movie um, with the whole Jonathan Majors thing going on. But there's still no real determination from the MCU regarding that so it looks like they're moving forward because they are bringing on michael waldron to write it who has been doing some solid work on dr strange um and also the loki tv show so how do you feel about this do you this is this is the young avengers movie is it not is it i feel it like it is king dynasty so in the comics kang ends up or a variant of Kang, as they call variants now, ends up as part of that team. Um, I think it's mm. like Iron Lad or something like that. So um, Kang has a lot to do with that team. And so there's a lot of, I guess, guesses that uh, that's where they'll go with it. And they're already setting up Young Avengers, as I've heard, um, since I've not seen the Marvels. But, I did uh, not see the Marvels, so I don't know. We'll see. Um, I heard that I heard that those scenes are the best part of the movie. Actually. Yeah, listen, Michael Waldron, he worked on Rick and Morty too. He's mm-hmm. he's done good stuff. Um he did stuff on Miss Marvel, so you know, he's already in the Marvel family. The stuff that he's done has been good. So, fine. It's fine. I don't I you know, I do like Shang-Chi quite a bit, so it kind of sucks that that guy's going. I do I do too. And I'm wondering how that was going to connect with Shang-Chi. It's like <laughs> you have a great movie. <laughs> But there's also this rumor right now that if they're going to go back to character centric shows and movies and not connect them as much, that that's how they'll leave it. And they'll just be like, oh, well, you already got a Shang-Chi movie. So why would we do more? But I don't know. It's all kind of dumb right now to me. Um, It is. Anyways, what's not dumb is what if season two, uh, that trailer looked pretty good and it's coming out in a few weeks. I'm very excited for this because I really dug the first season um, and the stuff that they did. And I'm really excited to see more of it. I loved it. Yeah. I I loved the first season. This trailer looked awesome. I like that it has a Christmas spin to it. Um, So I'm in. Well, it's also interesting that the Gamora, um, was the Gamora episode, the episode with um, Tony Stark getting stuck in Sakaar instead of Bruce Banner. And then they showed that whole thing. That was originally supposed to be part of season one. There was a Lego set re- um, released yep. for it. Yep. I remember um, that. But I got some awesome, like, Mad Max 
um, vibes from that, some Death Race yeah. vibes from that. Yeah, so, that was so badass. I'm looking forward to that episode especially. But the rest looks pretty cool because it's a lot of mysteries there. But what I did not like was this look at Agatha. Um, and the look was nothing. And sure, maybe it will be good. I don't like the tone that it has. I don't like... It's not like I don't like Captain Han, right? All right, don't get me wrong. But I want, like, Midnight Suns. I want a darker part of the universe. Mm -hmm. If they can approach it like that, okay. But there's some things that have been coming out of the production. Rumors and whatnot about it being just more lighthearted and trying to appease these fans that really liked WandaVision and that kind of, like... Um, which I liked WandaVision, right, to a certain extent. But I'm also looking forward to more of a darker side of the MCU. And I feel like Agatha should maybe be starting that off in the past, like they, you know, like they kind of did in the game um, and going from there and setting something up. But I don't know. What do you what do you think? Did you watch this? I did. I don't care. Yeah, It's going to be fun. E. You know what I mean? Because uh, Catherine Hahn, I've seen her do some dramatic stuff, but even still, it's got an air of comedy to it. Um, this is not. This is just going to be in the same vein, like She-Hulk and. I, I yeah, and I really just don't know what you're gonna do to make me care. You know what I mean? Like what? Like what does she do? There's not gonna be Blade, Ghost Rider, more. Like none of these people are gonna be in this show. Maybe Man Thing again. Maybe. You know what I mean? Like, maybe they'll throw in that guy from Midnight Suns that doesn't exist because they made it up for that game. The, the, what is his name or her name? Hunter. The hero. The hunter. The yeah. Hunter. Maybe, yeah. Maybe that shows up. Yeah. Elsa Bloodstone. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, there's, yeah. Which she showed up, right? In uh, Werewolf by Night. I, I just don't care. I just, but don't that's think the thing. I, you know, I went back and watched Werewolf by Night again this this past Halloween, and I just it just Christmas is like in color so great. I I did watch it in color. Yes, I did watch it in color. Was it like bloody? I was yeah. curious. Yes, and it's just like, huh? That's uh, this is like they they could they're there. They 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 achieved something that <laughs> that they didn't never done night. before. They, yeah. Right. Um. And they've gone dark. We've seen them go dark. So I, please give us an expanded MCU. Give us something for everyone. Hashtag it doesn't all have to be connected. So anyways. Mm -hmm. Speaking of. Speaking of. um, Fantastic Four rumors. The latest one about Reed Richards is Pedro Pascal as Mr. Fantastic. Thoughts? Not my first choice. No, not no. even my fifth. You know, when they were banding around Adam Driver, I was okay with that. And I was like, okay, he's in the Disney family. He's a good actor. I'd still rather see him as Doom. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I get, like, here's the thing. Pedro Pascal is in his 50s. And that's fine. But I was really hoping for a younger read, to be honest with you. A 40s one. Like, I know it's not that big of a time jump, but just, like, slightly younger. If they were so remember what they talked about Doctor Strange with the Fantastic Four being a team in the 60s. Right. And so. Right. 
should he be as old as Hank Pym? But that's also a multiverse thing, right? So who knows? Well, um, no, but if you went up into space, space doesn't sure. have to operate the same time. They could have been gone 50 years. That's why he's so smart. Like, I don't know what they're going to do, but you know what I mean? Like, but okay, fine. Listen, I like Pedro Pascal. I love Mr. Fantastic. I would, I just wanted to be more excited about the casting and I'm not. Yeah. I'm really tired of like these well-known faces. Like, yeah. The first MCU. Yes, you had some. But a lot of these people became famous because of the MCU. Yeah, like Chris Hemsworth, never seen him before in my life. Except Chris his... Evans, I'd seen him, but like he was, <laughs> you know, Human Torch. So that was a little like he was bigger. Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Right. He was bigger to me than um, Robert Downey Jr. Because at least Chris Evans was still working actively at that time. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like RDJ had been disappeared from the mainstream yeah. for so long, and then came back so that's really what i'm saying it's just like hey you have this opportunity to to bring on some new blood like Mm -hmm. do it it's just i just feel like they're going so much nostalgic stuff now especially with like this this mid-credits scene the marvels like i don't care about an old beast i want a new beast like i get it you want to do it you want to bring it back you want to do a new way home and all this doctor strange multiverse of madness stuff fine we all grew up. We grew up in the 2000s watching these movies. It's great to see, but I want good storytelling instead of just leaning so hard on this nostalgia. That's it. That is it. Fair. Yeah. Um, speaking of repeats, um, Anna Taylor Joy. That's her name, right? Uh, and Anya Taylor. Yeah. Anya. Um, so it's it's rumored that this is a rumor that she may play Silver Surfer. This is what the one that's been pushed around but as a marvel fan you know there's more heralds of galactus like frankie ray um so why gender swap why keep swapping i don't like some stuff makes sense but some stuff doesn't i i don't know but i personally would rather see them do frankie ray you know frankie ray had a major part in the fantastic four mythos was she not the girlfriend of Johnny Storm and then became the Herald of Galactus? Right. So let's get back to basics. You have decades of comic books. Like, this is where you're turning away the old fan base because your new fan base is going to fade. They're going to go away, the general audience. They may, oh, I love comic books. Oh, I love the MCU. But where are you now? Where are you? Where, where are you in five years? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, and then last up, Stephen Yoon of Walking Dead fame. We've talked about this before on the show. Um, it was brought up again that he was going to be the Sentry in Thunderbolts. This is not announced yet, but I forgot who was talking about it on a show. Just oh, it was was it Seth Rogen? Well, Robert Kirkman, I guess, was interviewed and right, yeah, said it. Yes, yes, Robert Kirkman said it out of left field and confirmed it more or less so and they're also saying the thunderbolts is gonna is is coming in from a totally different approach on the mcu so i don't know i wasn't very impressed by the announcement of the team but as usual i'll give it a chance because maybe marvel can write this ship with some things i don't know uh, i'm so like over it right now i just don't care <laughs> like there's i'm just not excited uh, for anything comic book movie related at this time. So 
I, you know, I'd rather just keep hearing him as, as invincible. <laughs> I love Steven Yeun. I think he's a great actor. Yeah, me too. Me so, too. you know, anyway. Anyways, let's jump across the pond and talk about more comic book movies, which you don't want to talk about. Uh, this is a little bit different. It is. But you said different. any, so don't use absolutes. All right? Because that's that's the dark side. Thanks. That's true. But to be optimistic, um, cautiously optimistic about the new DCU approach. But a lot of things sound good, just like adapting Superwoman, Woman of uh, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Um, it's been announced that Anna Nugera will be writing it and or adapting the comic. And I'm pretty excited. So what do you think? I don't know who this is. So she's worked on um, Vampire Diaries as well as Blacklist. She's done some stage stuff. So, um, you know, a little bit more like the Kevin Feige approach. Let's get some of these no-name, under-the-radar people to come in and shake things up, which James Gunn being one of those people coming from Troma obviously paid off very well. So I don't know her, um, but I don't care. Uh, I that's one of the best comic books I've read recently. Um, so I, I just want to see it. So is Tom King not a professional writer? <laughs> he doesn't. But, you know, it's not a transferable skill. That's the problem. That's true. That's true. Like it, or, can't, it became. Remember when we heard about Chuck Palahniuk trying to write comics? He's a decorated, you know, uh, novelist. Right. But it took Matt Fraction to tell him how to do it because. True. They're just like when you're used to and it's funny because like when you're used to writing in panels, it is so much different writing a screenplay. And it just because I just recently had to switch between the two, I realized just how much of a pain in the ass it is doing a translation of like that. So, yeah. So if you can switch between couldn't an ex CIA agent do the same? Could, Could he, not he learn? Could he not learn from his <laughs> failings on new gods <laughs> right right yeah like if that's that's hard to right mm-hmm. you know what i mean because you're right he should why what you know why not like could you learn it in a year probably you know or maybe they just don't have the time i don't know we don't know what the behind the scenes is but anyway i'm excited to see this movie regardless absolutely but first we'll be watching superman legacy which we just got a boatload of castings announced. Um, so let's start with the first one. Maria Gabriela de Faria uh, will, will play Angela Spica, a.k.a. the engineer. Now, for those of you who are like, who's the engineer? The engineer is actually from the authority, which is a very exciting thing that we're going to start seeing, seeing the characters authority. already going into the DCU with the Superman movie. So, this is a really interesting casting for me. Um, seemingly that will be an antagonist to a T. Uh, not to a T, just to a point, I guess, maybe. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I... She was on uh, Deadly Class. It's the only thing I remember her from. Okay. But uh, anyway, now we'll see her in this. Awesome. And then the the casting that I've been waiting for, um, and one of my top picks for Lex Luthor is Nicholas Hult. Um, and I think that his acting and his look is fine for this. 
All right. What you got to say? Yeah. You agree? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nick, Nicholas Holt, you know, he can go from Beast, which does take some emotional range from him, to like that character in the menu. You know what I mean? Like to freaking Renfield. Like he goes all over. Um, and, you know, Lex Luthor, hopefully they play him, and I'm sure James Gunn will, like the comics. Or at least if you're going super, uh, the um, the show, if, like, that's the basis of all this, like, from the Justice League cartoon, and isn't Clancy Brown Lex Luthor? Like, call up yeah. Clancy. How do you do it, buddy? But I, I think Nicholas will, he'll, he'll bring it. Nick, Nicholas Holt. Yeah, exactly. And we're, you know, as we move into this and we see more and more from this movie... It's only going to get more exciting. Um, and this next one as well. I don't know who Skylar Jondo <laughs> is. I don't. This is like, this I look kid at him. is Jimmy Olsen. Yes. Yeah. He, um, in this one vampire movie, Ruben and I wrote, this was our, like, nerdy, nerdy, but love interest. And, like, as soon as I read this casting, I was like, oh, yeah, this guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's in the... Um, in the Amazing Spider-Man movies, he's Gwen Stacy's little brother, and he's in some other stuff. But yeah, he's Jimmy Olsen. Like the, uh, he, oh, yeah, yeah, lives and breathes it almost. Yep. Um, <clears throat> one of the best characters in Superman mythos that has not made a good appearance in movies as of late, or gotten shot because it was some stupid ass change in in the Zack Snyder movie. Um, do you remember that? Do you remember when? When um in that Batman Asian girl? versus Super No in Batman No, that was like that was a totally different. Or that's character. um Lex's right hand person. Mar Marcy. No, that character that character didn't even exist. You're talking about the girl that was at the Daily Planet. That was also kind of like the Jimmy the Jimmy. No, but no, no. There was like this Asian whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. No. Yeah. Jimmy Olsen was like one of the one of the agents at the beginning of Batman Superman. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember, remember this stupid ass stuff. OK, yes, that was moving on. <laughs> moving on from that horrible decision making. Um, we love you, Zack Snyder. Um, Sarah Sampaio is Eve Tessmacher. Um, Lex Luthor. Lackey, you will. You've seen this character before in, I think, the Donner films, even, um, or maybe the crappy post-Donner movies. But um, this is she's one that... In, um, she's in Supergirl, Eve Tessmark. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. There you, there you go. A staple in the, uh, in the Superman world. Mm -hmm. But the question of the hour, my friend, is Michael Rooker, James Gunn's friend, who we play. There's a couple... There's a couple, there's a couple, not rumors, but a couple options out there that people are like, this would be good. First one is Sam Lane. I, I honestly, because it's, I don't think he's going to be a character character. It's going to be similar to who he was in um, Suicide Squad. You know what I mean? In which, is that a thing still? Like, it it is, but just like so when they transfer this stuff over, these yeah. movies are not they don't exist. But the character these actors are playing the characters, but they're a little different. That's what we've been told. 
So well, like, I guess I'm just wondering, like, because I know Nathan Fillion's Guy Gardner, but he also was. I didn't even think about him being in Suicide Squad. Like, anyway, Rooker will play a smaller character. Okay. Either uh, Gar- um, uh, I almost said Guardian of the Galaxy, either a Green Lantern or like somebody. He'll just be that kid. Maybe he's Lobo. You know what I mean? Like. He's not Lobo. That's Jason Momoa. But you know, Kill a I mean? like, voice. Kill yeah, voice. like he'll be something. You know what I mean? Like something like that. Yeah, voice would be good for Rooker. That'd yeah, be actually awesome. Yeah. Um, but he's not. And then the other one was. Or um, like Sly being Killer Shark, like mocap. But he's just like so completely not that character. You know what I mean? Like you you know it's Sly Stallone, but like you don't, right? You mean like Kilowog? Yeah, like Kilowog. Anyway, sorry, I'm just being a jerk. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is this casting's coming together. The movie is sounding pretty good, and it's looking like a pretty damn good comic book movie, like a comic book movie I'd want to see. And we'll see yeah. what happens. So, uh, Harley Quinn: The Animated Series has been greenlit for a season five. Uh, so look forward to that. That's a great show. I'm actually behind a season on that. Are you? Yeah. yeah, me too. But hey, it's still going, and they're short seasons, so yeah. easy. We'll catch up. Yeah, easy, easy. Um, a Suicide Squad game pre-order finally went up. Uh, it's taken long enough. And you said there is a alpha test this weekend. Yep, yep. Um, and actually, I didn't even realize this. It's for all systems. So. <laughs> Yeah, just so you know, buddy. I yeah, I just read this because I thought it was just for PC, um, but it'll be play across PC five, Xbox, and uh, yeah, PlayStation five, Xbox, yeah, Woo. PC. So oh yeah, wow. All right, now we don't feel left out. I don't feel so left out anymore. Um, cool. We'll be checking it out. Um, the upcoming Crisis on Infinite Earths trailer dropped. Uh, if you have not watched Justice League War World yet, Casey, um, do it because it it leads right I can't into wait this. For my wife, like I I want to, you know, and I will, I will. Yes, that's fair. That's a fair answer. Um, but they're splitting into three parts. This is an epic. This is an epic. Um, so you had mentioned something like, does this reset into like Creature Commandos, where they wanted to mm-hmm. connect? all of this stuff across the board mm-hmm. i th- i honestly do i really do think like this is it like it was a short how many years maybe two years that we've been in the new regime a few, a few I don't, yeah is it that's a good number of movies and they only come out maybe like maybe two to maybe three i'm a year. so behind i feel like yeah There's i think a lot. Like three year yeah but anyway so yeah, I think this is the, you know, Crisis obviously is always the, the big event. And um, I think this is the way to do it to introduce the new animated slate. And that's going to be the first one out the gate. So go to the theater, get in a couple of months on home video. Awesome. Yeah, can't wait. Pumped. Love that storyline. I hope they do it justice. So um, talk about this one. Korean Hunters film. Yeah, so this is interesting. Um, Jung Byung Gil will be apparently directing the Korean language DCU film based on the Huntress. I don't understand this. I know I don't know if this falls under. I, I assume it falls under James Gunn's 
thing. They're saying DCU? Yeah. Weird. That's crazy. That's crazy, actually. So, but why hasn't it been announced by James Gunn, I wonder? That's That's what I'm saying. So, obviously, this is a rumor. Maybe it won't, but, you know, more than one person talked about it. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of rumors out there about um, chapter two and that mm-hmm. maybe there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes to get it planned so that they can launch it sooner than later. Once chapter one is over, because you would want to follow it up right away. You're no, not those people, though, off, even if they right? don't do good, they have to be filming them. Right. Like, right. Sorry, we're still making this. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a commitment. So I it mean, is. The, yeah. They could scrap them. They could back them. But we'll see. We'll see. Last up in um, sane news, um, Zack Snyder said that he will only come back to direct a DC movie if it's The Dark Knight Returns, which you and I have discussed a little bit behind the scenes, and (laughs) you brought up a really good point. What was that point? It's just, you know, is Zack Snyder going to do it? Should Should he do it? And if he does it, he could kill it, honestly. Yeah. Um, the story's already there. We did. Watchmen is almost a step by step. It is. It's a. It's almost the story. And people don't. There's like, some slight changes sure. that fucking annoy. Like they're so slight that it's stupid. But other than that, yes. Right. So he can go off source material. This is this is 300. Remember what I'm exactly. This is what I'm saying about Zack Snyder's like without if if James Gunn would let him do this movie just for fun, you know, just kind of outside of the DCU or whatever they want to do is, hey, we're going to we're going to do an Elseworlds movie just like Constantine 2. Right. So I would watch it. Because you you mentioned, hey, let's watch let's watch Batman beat up that mutant army in slow mo. Yeah. So, I mean, he would kill it. <sighs> the imagery. Mm-hmm. Like that shot. There's a shot in, I think it's in BVS or maybe it's in his Justice League where Batman's like up against that gargoyle and the lightning goes off and lights him up. It's it's beautiful. I mean, he knows how to shoot. That's what he was. I mean, that's a lot of the influences he used for that movie. So, yeah. um, anyways, one last thing in the comic book realm. Um and I'm just I'm bringing this up because we're seeing a lot of these retcons and I'm kind of getting sick of them. Like, hey, let's change the origin. Let's let's make the character this much different. Oh, wait, it's yeah. not the actual character, but we're just going to tell a new origin anyway. So, yeah, we're seeing this across the board. I mean, Nightcrawler just got it as well the other day. Uh, so, um, what's it? And yet. OK, this is just the no. point. Like this one brought it up like. Let's let's reinvent Poison Ivy's origin. Let's give them a year one or let's or year zero or blah, 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 blah. So. Oh, my God. Comic books. Can we just can we just move forward? All <laughs> as Luke Cage says, always. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. You know, I don't get it. Like, I don't I'll read it. That Harley one. Who did that one? Andrea Sorrentini. Sorrentino, do you read that one? But it wasn't it a black label. It was. So it's it was it was amazing. <laughs> like, 
Something's right here. Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so, but that to me was like, you didn't really get a true, true origin for for her. You know what right. I mean? Um, so I was okay with it. Poison Ivy, I, I don't know. She's been around for a long enough time. Like, I, Silver Age. I I'm still going to read it. Anyways, let's jump over that galaxy far, far away because please, some good news has finally come about from Lucasfilm. Um, if you're a Dave Filoni fan, because he's been named chief creative officer after restoring my fandom. I wrote a big letter to Kathleen Kennedy, asked her to resign. No, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> so he'll be working with Kathleen Kennedy and yeah. hopefully making the calls. Yeah, I mean, he's Kevin Feige of Star Wars right now. Like, that's it. You know, that's the easiest way to explain it. I don't even know if Kevin Feige's Kevin Feige anymore. Um, but he worked with George Lucas. Mm-hmm. Together they created one of the greatest things in Star Wars ever. Mm-hmm. Everything that's come out of that, everything that's stayed in the Filoniverse has been successful for the most part. Fans have, you know, across the board have come to his and to enjoy it. Rebels was good. Ahsoka was good. Um and and the Mandalorian is great, you know. So it's just, I'm I'm hoping that you know they they take a step back, and Dave Filoni can write the ship, and we can just get some good Star Wars content that we can all, all love. That's all. That's, That's all it. That's all I ever wanted. <laughs> um, it's the holidays, and you know, life day just passed. Uh, um. <laughs> I didn't have a chance to set up my my Star Wars tree, unfortunately, because it was my parents were here. But we'll be doing that this weekend. We usually set it up and watch the Christmas special for or the holiday special for whatever reason, because um, it's we can at least ignore most of it. Yeah. Um, but there's gonna be a a documentary um, coming up, and it is gonna be released on December 5th, which is incoming by the time you listen to this show. Uh, it'll be digital and Blu-ray. And it's going to be called A Disturbance in the Force. This is great. I will watch this if it shows up on one of the streaming services. I will watch this for sure. Hands Absolutely. down. Absolutely. Uh, and then finally, in Star Wars news, The High Republic Phase 3 is here. I'm so far behind The High Republic that I just I don't even care anymore, really. I'll, I'll catch up in the, in the, what are those things, Cliff Notes? Do they have Cliff Notes for Star Wars yet? They should. I think it's us. <laughs> or Wikipedia. Wikipedia, yeah, I think, works. Uh, Wikipedia, yeah, that works. It's not us if we don't know. I have to get caught right up. Right now, no. Right. Not for the High Republic, at least. So yeah. um, for you that out there who enjoy the High Republic, have fun. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll meet you there sometime, someday. <laughs> Anyways, up next um, in Star Trek news, we talked about this a little bit. Um, Nicholas Meyer has given an update on Star Trek Con SETI Alpha 5. Uh, this is the story set between Star Trek, the original series, Space Seed episode, and Wrath of Khan. It's going to tell basically the 15-year story of when uh, Khan is exiled on the planet. Look for that. It's updated. It's now being worked as a radio play, nine or ten and a half half-hour episodes. That's actually cool. I love radio plays. It's like the old when Star Wars did it, or they've been doing more and more of those on audiobooks. Yeah, yeah, Batman and stuff, like mm-hmm. all that stuff. It's awesome. It is. 
But what's awesome is crowdsourcing and our <laughs> our segment crowdsourcing. <laughs> uh, let's start with Polycade Sente Kickstarter. The modular arcade system. This is a high quality arcade console enabling you to relive relive retro classics and dive into modern titles arcade gaming for the modern age now listen this is gonna this is gonna be very this is almost over at the time that we're recording this is five days to go they were looking for fifteen thousand dollars it got over 1.5 million dollars the only arcade machine you'll ever need is is how they talk about it modular and upgradable play any game built to last fits anywhere this is awesome 1500 bucks right but you're for those one-ups you're paying 700 dollars. i know i mean right and they're showing it in like snoop's house drake has one ludicrous i mean that's ludicrous what (laughs) seriously man i mean nba jam is on there oh all right everything is on there yeah this is it i know i'm getting you for christmas yeah (laughs) <laughs> we're gonna buy one and we'll ship it back and forth that's it man yeah street fighter the movie i know you've been waiting <laughs> the game from the movie the game for the movie i remember that do you, do you yes, remember that they I like do. mocap the actors to be in that it was just horrible what's even better though is like now with um jean claude van damme being in the new mortal Kombat game right it's kind of like the same play on it is very, very that's cool. good stuff uh this is something you shared with me save now and we had a little talk about um comic books and kickstarters but we can save that for behind the scenes because we want to be positive here and this is that this podcast is i thought so i've been much more positive it's our it's our podcast it is this is this is our world they only live in it so um matt kent and thomas giorello um have have are reuniting as they say here for the most ambitious comic event of our time. And so with 22, uh, 22 days left to go, it is fully funded. They were asking 10,000 and got another, almost 130,000. What do you think, buddy? Well, we talked about it. I mean, to get into it, it's $40. Um, that's the lowest tier to get, get your Something. hands on it. How many? Which is a lot. Like, I guess is it hardcover? It doesn't really it's only say. issue zero, right? It's only yeah. issue zero. So it's just a comic at that at that price, and then you right. get like the how many four pages? books? Ugh. Because it's over a hundred dollars for the four volumes, right? Right. You guys can check this out. Yeah. It's one hundred twenty-five dollars for the hardcover. This is it. Two hundred and fifty pages. So yeah, you issue zero forty dollars. You're getting a comic. It hurts me. So one hundred twenty-five dollars to get a full ass thing. I'm holding up the 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 third volume of Berserk, which finally arrived at my house. Now I forget what I paid for this, but I I have gotten art sent to me. I've gotten all these trades sent to me. I had a special issue of the first issue sent to me i think and other things and i don't think i i I spent nearly a hundred dollars on it it might have been like 75 dollars. i don't know so that's that's the hard part is like 
you know, yeah, you probably spent seventy five. Like I'm looking right now, my Eternal Warrior, which <laughs> it shipped. It did. It shipped. I got the thing today. <sighs> it shipped. So this comic, I, I'll eventually, I got it. But no, this comic was thirty five dollars. It was a hardcover. Like I'd pay thirty five dollars for a hardcover all day. Right. I'd, I'd right. probably pay thirty five dollars off a Kickstarter. For a sock cover. Anyway, point is, it's expensive, but you guys can check it out. We leave all the links in here. What's the last one? Last one's actually ended, but I wanted to talk about it because Lords of Nisera, a tactical RPG, it reminds me of games I used to play when I was a kid on my like my Apple. Um, but it looks it it has those retro graphics, like the city building and the army building and stuff. But it was funded and you can actually play a demo right now um, on PC. So get out there and play it and support it. Um, and it's also pre-orderable on Steam. And so it's inspired yeah, yeah, by it games. Yeah. Oh, good, good. Uh, by games like Fire Emblem Five, Shining Force, Final Fantasy Tactics, and D&D. So pretty awesome. Sounds awesome. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Epic. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what? It does. You should play that music and take us to commercial. I think we will. So check this out and we'll be right back. DFAT Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. There the bugger is. She's a big one, ain't she? Oi! Over 20 points of articulation, great sculpting, and look at the paint job on her. We've been looking all over for this one. Let's get them in our sights and end this hunt now. All right. All right. Steady. Steady now. Got him! It's the pursuit of plastic. Listen to the podcast from the creators of Don'tForgetAtowl.com, geek out about toy news, hunting, and histories on your favorite collectibles. of the galaxy to an internet location near you. We're Don'tForgetAtowl.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel. Alright, we're back from those luscious, luscious commercials, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk apparel today. Uh, it's back on the slate because... We have two collabs happening. Uh, we have Puma and Gremlins and yeah. Turtles and Adidas. Now, two of my favorite German shoe companies um, are putting out these great ones. And I'm, I'm not somebody who goes out and buys these, but I love to see that they continue to do crazy things with these collaborations. Yeah, it's 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 wild. Well, because you know what else? I just saw Turtles and Nike um, also have a collab. Like the the swoosh is the is the um mask 
And then there's awesome. like a little like thing that goes behind it for like the tail of the mask. So yeah, I didn't I'll put that in there too, but yeah, Turtles and, and Adidas and Nike. <laughs> Man, I kinda want that. Um <laughs> Yeah. Oh, all right. Well one day I'm gonna slip to the dark side and get myself some geeky apparel on my feet. But um let's jump over to comic books. We're gonna get a Ghostbusters comic book from Dark Horse Comics. Uh, it's going to bridge the story between Afterlife and the upcoming Frozen Empire. And who's doing this? Um, David Bo- Boher is going to pen it. Uh, well, Mildred, Luis, and Chris Peter are... I'm sorry, Blue Delaquanti is doing the art. And Mild- Mildred, Luis, and Chris Peter are doing the coloring. So, Okay. What do you think? Yeah. Trade paper bag? Hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think something like that. Cool, for well, sure. I I don't read a lot of these, um, but I'll you know once it's dropped, I'll go back and read it. I'm sure once it's in trade, it'll be the movie's out before that, anyways. So, um, but I would like That's to see it. that little backstory, right? I don't know. Yeah. It's just selling books. I don't. Know. It is, but I you know I'm a big Ghostbusters fan, and I like I like comics as a form or or book books of telling these little stories in between. You know, I, I always think that's more fun. Like how many countless alien books do we own and predator books to flesh all this stuff out? Right. No, you're absolutely correct in that, in that regard. So. But this next one, you said John Carpenter is a coward because he won't release the movie. <laughs> and to which I yeah. argued video games are better than movies <laughs> these days. So um, Toxic Commando We've talked about this before. It's an upcoming video game, um, and we're going to be getting a tie-in comic called Rise of the Sludge God, which will be hitting shops in March 2024 uh, from Michael Morrissey and Alberto J. Albuquerque, Jason Wordy, and Nate Piekos. All right. Yeah, I'll check it out. I like John Carpenter. I want to know more about this world that he's creating. So, yeah. I'm in. Yeah, and I'm sure if this all makes money, maybe we'll get a movie. I mean, it's it's been a while since we've gotten something good from John Carpenter. The Ward, which is questionable. Yeah, I think I turned that off actually. Um, and no, I won't watch burns. now. Did you watch that? I did. I did. Yeah, that was good. Good. Um, so the game itself is is coming out next year at some point. Um, so you'll be able to get that on most consoles. So look forward to that. Uh, jumping over to TV and streaming news, I I do not know that much about Percy Jackson besides the fact that it's playing on my phone right now. I watched the I watched the movie original one. I never read the books. I know you're a big fan. Um, I believe you were. I think you were into those books, right? When they came out, I read the books and I watched the two movies that came out, which mm. I. Maybe I'm in the minority, but I really liked them. So you're not because my wife loves them. Okay, cool. Yeah, and you know Dave Lee, who will do episodes um, on here, he also is a huge fan of those movies. So I think we saw both of them together. Um, I'm I'm in for the show though. Uh, I like that they're making them younger, and I like that it's a TV series, so we can get it fleshed out more. I, I think it's going to be a fun show. That's it, right? So let's uh, what that's that's going to be on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. All right. Some Disney money behind it. Let's do it. Exactly. Um, let's jump to 
alien. Um, the Noah Holly, what Holly, right? That's how it's Holly. Yeah. Um, Fargo guy, Legion guy, Timothy Oliphant has joined the cast. And then just recently we got a bunch of other cast members as well, um, which I don't want to go through. So let's just leave the variety article in there, but they're ramping up this show for FX is supposed to be an anthology series. Correct. Um, which I'm very excited about. I, I would love to see Alien in that in that format. Am I mistaken about the anthology part? Um, I don't remember. I think that that sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. But either way, you know, I mean, and if it's an anthology, that makes sense that you have even more uh, casting because the average anthology probably has like 50 cast members. Um, if it's like a black mirror or whatever. So yeah, sure. Fine. Keep adding all these people who will probably die by aliens. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Well, that's, I mean, that's what we're waiting for. Right. Like, that's what, yeah. That's what I'm watching. The show for. I don't care about you guys. Like, unless you're the next Ripley, which you are like, then no. Okay. We don't need another Ripley. We just need aliens to do their thing and chest burst. Right. That's, that's it. it. Face hug and chest burst. Repeat. They're so loving. They are. I want to hug your face. Um, anyways, Fallout. The Amazon Prime series that looks pretty awesome uh, from these pictures do. Photos. Yeah. yeah, it looks yeah. like Fallout. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm still going to be very op- uh, cautionary optimistic because I love Fallout. Uh, and who knows? I mean, Amazon's been doing some good stuff. So... This look great. Uh, the the characters look great. The the armor looks great. All of this stuff. Yeah. Sign me the f up. And then you can also sign me the f up for the boys Mexico uh, with an exclamation mark. That, yeah. It's just just gross. It's just growing. Uh, Diego Luna is attached to this uh, with a couple other. I don't remember who well, they were. Well, with uh, Gail Garcia Bernal. There you go. by night guy. Oh. oh. And then the blue blue beetle writer, Gareth Dunnett Al Coser. Um so yeah, it's like it's got some heavyweights behind it, in addition to Seth Rogen and those guys and Evan Goldberg who already produce it. So yeah. I'm you know, Gen V has been great. And if you can keep the storytelling ugh, storytelling at the level that they've been doing, then I'm all for it. Just keep it going. We're also a day too early for this show because the boys season four trailer supposedly drops tomorrow. So, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're a couple As of usual. days before something else too. So we'll talk about it. What's that? We'll talk about it at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. You're right. You're right. Anyways, uh, jumping over to movies. There's a rumor that the Mo2 live action movie may move to Amazon. Sure. I don't. I don't believe anything. I would believe that Amazon might put it together um, with that Amazon Lord of the Rings budget. I mean, they've got more they money than anybody, right? You, you exactly. got to think. Yeah. If anybody was going to buy Warner Brothers or DC from Warner Brothers at this point, I would love Amazon to do it. Why? Like, they're already taking all that content. You can watch all the DC movies on Warner yeah. Brothers or on right. Amazon. So um, I'll, I'll wait. Because Motu Revolution's on its way, so that's all I really care about. Because it's real. You think X it's just too hard? Of, 
like too no, hard I... to do this movie. Like, do you think they're just like, I just don't. We just can't do this. Like, nobody cares. Like, this is a stupid idea. Like, it's too weird. Like, I mean, what are they thinking? They're scared. That's what I'm saying. They're scared to do it because if they mess it up. Yeah. There's, there are a lot of fans out there. Um, so, yeah, I think they're afraid. And they should be. All right. Um, <laughs> The um the petitions are in and um Coyote versus Acme is back on. Um and it's crazy because <laughs> this is a Warner Brothers property that's gonna be made by another company. Um so hopefully there's some satire it. about how shitty Warner Brothers is. Yeah, let's finish it with I don't that. think they can. I think Warner Brothers still I don't know. I don't I don't the whole situation is just really crappy. Like and yeah. I, I but the silver lining is if it gets finished and you know gets made, um, then at least these people who created it can say, "Hey, that thing I worked on for a couple years, it does exist, <laughs> and it didn't just disappear." And I can't even put it on my resume because no one knows that it even exists. Like that'd be me. I mean, we're we're gonna get to a point though. I was talking about this the other day with AI where. Did you act in that movie? Did you rob that bank? You know what I mean? Like, did you murder that person? Like, it's all going to be fat manufactured. Exactly. It's, it's insane. We're in a crazy time. That's why I say stop touching it, Casey. Stop playing with AI. It's dangerous. It's playing with, with me. <laughs> Skynet. Skynet. Speaking of Skynet. Um, James Cameron's movies are going to 4K. Really the perfect transition. transition. It is, except for it's not that. Okay, tell us about movies, it. But it's um, <laughs> True Lies, The Abyss, and Aliens are getting uh, remastered in 4K. James Cameron does not skimp on his um, transfers, as does not Peter Jackson. So these are packed with extras. They're going to be probably beautiful looking transfers. And, you know, he's one of those old school guys like, um, you know, uh, who I just said, Peter Jackson, who believes in moving cinema forward and, you know, isn't interested in staying with the same bullshit. Like, I'm sorry, even J.J. Abrams, who I love to death, like, what are you doing? You know, you're not doing anything for us. Spielberg's still doing things for us your mentor so anyway these will look great and i'm excited for it sorry to awesome. talk about it. <laughs> no it needs to be spoken about or yeah. spoken to sometimes just in time for the holidays steve urkel is back and yep. i mean i couldn't be happier honestly um <laughs> this urkel saves christmas uh or i'm sorry urkel saves santa this is originally announced i believe in 2021 or something like that so um this family matters revival i'll watch it he is the urkel yeah that's right that's right so i mean we grew up on it everybody watched it the phenomenon and now he's back so whatever yeah sure that's fine we'll see it on max or something it went direct to digital on November 21st, so it's already out there. So go find it. Perfect. Next up, Michael um, Michael B. Jordan will be directing Creed 4, uh, which he directed Creed 3, right? So I still need to watch that. Didn't he? I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He, he took over from 
uh, yeah, Black Panther director. What was his name? I don't know. I can transition well, but not think of facts. <laughs> Ryan Coogler. Thank Coogler. you. Thank you. As I gave you time to quickly Google that. No, uh, I, I remembered it right <laughs> before the Google search. I was like, oh, okay, this is it. All right, come on. Beverly Hills Cop 4, we got to look at Axel Foley. He's back. He's back. 30 years later, in 2024, we'll be getting another Beverly Hills Cop movie. And I can't wait. Jerry Bruckheimer is back producing. How do you feel? How do you feel about it? I love it. It's got all the old cast members like Judge Reinhold and Paul Reiser and Bronson Pinchot. And then his uh, partner is Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who I, I like him quite a bit. So I think it will probably be hilarious. And yeah, it's coming to Netflix. I'm good with this. I don't need to see this in a theater necessarily. I'm sure it'll be just fine for my Netflix subscription. That's right. That's right. That's well, the you- thing. People complain about the prices of these things. Which it is a lot, but it's like I just paid fifteen dollars to go to see Godzilla. Like, you got one movie, you've still got right. fifty f and movies and TV shows. Like, come on, get off your high horse. People have no idea what they're doing anymore. So, anyways, um, something you should go to theater to see is oh, yeah. Dune two because I made the mistake of not seeing the first one in IMAX. So I'm waiting for that second re-release because <sighs> I missed the first one. And I remember the Hans Zimmer soundtrack like crashing into my sound system. Like this could be even better right now. This could be even better if I watched it in theater. But um, you can check out Dune Two on March first, twenty twenty four, because it's been delayed, right? Delayed, or has it been yeah. delayed and then pushed up? Back, up yeah, back. it's just like I think it's like a week early. Okay, it's like Pong. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> We are also getting more Jason Bourne movies, apparently. A new one is in the works at Universal, and it's going to be perhaps directed by Edward Berger, who did All Quiet on the Western Front. I like those movies. I don't. Really? At all. Yeah, I hate them. I've tried. I've tried it a few times. Maybe now I'd be a little bit less cynical, but... I never liked the way they were directed. It was always too shaky, and I always was just like, you're the poor man's James Bond to me. I just don't like it. And I get it. He's like the poor man's James Bond. Like, that's the counter of it. (laughs) It's like he still has all these connections and does all this stuff, but he's not suave with it. You know, he's more down, you know, dirty. But I don't know. I've never got into it. All right. That's fair. Now... The Karate Kid, this is interesting, man, because there was talks about a new Karate Kid movie coming out, right? That wouldn't be connected to, like, Cobra Kai and stuff and, and whatnot. But now it's like Ralph Macchio and Jackie Chan have been announced to be involved in a new project for Karate Kid. Crossing the universes. It's a, it's a Karate Kid multiverse. No, I'm just joking. Go ahead. Well, so the interesting thing is is because he is Mr. Han and the Karate Kid with Jackie Chan takes place in China this is all in the same world as what they're making it as what they call the Miyagi-verse so it's going to be a crossover but if they don't technically cross it like it makes sense 
like in a way. So I was like, okay, that's interesting. Like you both are, you know, you both did it just in different ways. So yeah, I think it's going to be, I don't, I guess I assume the two of them training some new kid and you know, the Western style versus Eastern style, even though Daniel San is Western, whatever. But anyway, <laughs> I I'm excited to see it because I like Jackie Chan and I like Ralph Macchio. And I'm, I also actually really like that uh, Karate Kid reboot. I thought it was a good movie. I've never watched it, and so it was never a true reboot. It was just a, it was a new character, and it wasn't, it wasn't. He didn't play Miyagi, and nope, he was, he nope. was a different character. Yeah, I so I mean, yeah, the kid instead of going to California, he goes to China. Okay, and gets you know because he's this little black kid, all these Chinese kids are like treating him like shit. So then. Mr. Han trains him in karate and yeah so I mean like that's why I was like you know I didn't care like when I watched it at the time I was like this is different enough for me that I I'm okay with this Uh or Mr. Han brings his students to a tournament to play yeah it could be something like that too yeah sounds sounds good to me we were just talking about alien um the show well Alien Romulus has been announced to be set between Alien and Aliens. Sure. I mean, you could. <laughs> that's do, the most like, we know about like, this movie. It's space, right? too, right? Like, it's time. You can do whatever the hell you want. Mm-hmm. Ripley's not in it, so just do whatever you want. Right. I don't care. I don't care when it is. That's it could be the same day. <laughs> like, what does it matter? There's aliens everywhere. Yeah, that's what I mean, not right? Just... Like,. They could be not just anyone. LD426, you know, yeah. they're not just there. They didn't just no. miraculously spawn there. Exactly. So, yeah, they could be on any planet at any time. Yeah, just it's blame the engineers. Was... Exactly. Anyways, last up in movie news, a very exciting thing happened yesterday. The latest George Miller epic is, is on its way to us, and we got our first trailer for Furiosa, um, which is bringing back all the Fury Road vibes. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm pretty pumped for this. I at first I didn't recognize Chris Hemsworth in that first little clip. I know he was <laughs> in it, but he's just like I was like, oh hey, it is Chris Hemsworth. Um, <laughs> we also discussed a little bit about the overusage of CGI in this trailer, which has me a little worried, but I have I have full faith in in George Miller. So. It, it, you know, you made the point of seeing these sorts of things the way that they're meant to be seen as well. Um, it weirdly like you'll get some uncanny valley vibes at home that you might not get when it's in the format that it's filmed in because they you know whatever whatever the color correction whatever the hell it is that they change in it so i'm ready for it i'll see it again in imax like i saw uh fury road which is insane and and i'm just bring it to me yes 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 yeah. Um, let's jump over to gaming news, our last segment of the show. And we're going to talk a little bit about the upcoming um, game from Mass Effect and Dragon Age veteran um, Mac uh, Walters. And so we're going to be getting a game called Worlds Untold. Now, I am all about anything that comes from that kind of creative mind. Um, and the the kind of world building that happens in those games. So I don't know a whole lot about this, um, but you know, I it's a mystery game. Um, it takes place in the near future. 
set in a breathtaking world filled with mystery and exploration. Um, so sounds like sounds a, like you want to go there. <laughs> I, I yes yes I'm sign me up. Um, so hopefully you know we get some more news about this and I'm sure we'll get a trailer down the road. So pretty excited. Yeah yeah absolutely this um. You know, you've got world-class storytellers telling you this story, <laughs> so that's that's awesome. Exactly. Still gives me time to finish the rest of Mass Effect trilogy. Yeah, and, that too. And play some Dragon Age, Beowulf. No, I'm just Dreadwolf. So, <laughs> um, The Last of Us Two Remaster is finally here on January 19th. It's been a long time coming, as they've been talking about it for a while. Um. Get it on the PS5 in all of its whatever cave glory it is. <laughs> cave glory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I still I, haven't beat the game. I haven't I either. That's why when this is announced, I was like, how long has it been? <laughs> Since COVID. Since yeah. Yes, right? Not that long. Yeah, it took you like 10 years to reboot the first one. Like, come on. I'm also going to imagine that it's almost four years after 2020 so i'm thinking that it was out in 2020 um i think you're right and i think we thought what we you know at the time it's too depressing with the things yes. that are going on in this world one so now okay. you know everything's really happier so yeah i might as well play it <laughs> something i really want to play though and i've been waiting for and, and waiting for and waiting for is the announcement of the release date for Dragon's Dogma number two. Um, it's coming out on March 22nd next year, and they just did a big showcase for the game. Nice. Dragon's Dogma is an interesting game. Um, it's it has one of the best like magic using systems I've ever seen in a video game, and the epic fights with huge monsters and the open world is interesting. It's um, Capcom. Too. It is. It's, it's, it's a little it's bit different take. Yeah. Right. This, however, it looks a lot crazier. Um, and, and just like they're ramping up everything a hundredfold. So I am definitely going to be ordering this game. So. Yeah, this is like your game right here. <laughs> it is. Um, yeah. I got some like Shadow Colossus vibes from it. Yeah. I got like, yeah. like you can Monster climb Hunter, on the monsters. Like... Right right yeah um, it's like a mix of all their best things i love it so much that um i actually rebought it on switch so i can play it in handheld whenever i want so nice yeah so um next up i shared this with you today it's called pacific drive it's being hailed as a surrealist driving survivor game planned for release in february um i believe this is only for pc uh, so let me read this <laughs> a little bit about it. There's been some strange happenings in the Northwest. <laughs> and so you have to get out and like evacuate. And so that's that that's mysterious happenings are causing this evacuation. So yeah. you're, you have to drive your car. And as you drive along, it, you have to survive. So you have to get resources and craft and things like that, which isn't always my favorite thing. But... But yeah. What I loved was the use of the, the term road like. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that before. And yeah, this game is it's it's interesting enough for me to want to check it out. But 
I don't know how I'm going to without a computer. So. Did you watch the trailer? I didn't yet. I didn't. Okay. Because, like, so you get to upgrade your car in between each mission or whatever as you progress, and it looks like a normal, like, shitty car, and then you can basically make, like, a DeLorean or, like, Ecto-1 mm-hmm. sort of thing and, like, beef it up. And that's kind of cool. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's a different, like, what road they said. Light. Simulator, yeah, road like, Yeah, that's what it is. Nailed it. Pretty neat. Uh, so let us know when you pick that up, everybody, and enjoy it. And I'll yeah. try to track down a Steam Deck that runs it. So <laughs> last up, for those of you who have been waiting, GTA 6, the trailer, is coming in a few days. So yes. get ready, because you've all been crying about it for far too long, and your prayers have been answered. G- I, when did GTA 5 come out? A decade ago. I, I want it, it, yeah, 2013, September 17th, 2013. Wow, that was a good guess. But it felt when, like it. Right. So same thing. Like Arkham's very close behind Arkham Knight since the last time we saw an Arkham thing. So anyway, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, we know it's coming next year. I I think it's the fall of next year. Um, we know that you're gonna be able to play as a female protagonist. But that's kind of all we like. There's been some leaks that I've seen, so I've played I've played GTA since it was top down view, and I will continue to play them. I'm not crazy. I'm not playing GTA Online. I'm not that I'm opposed. I guess I just I haven't. Mm-hmm. But I, I'll play everything that you know, just like uh, whatever everything this studio does. Rocksteady. Speaking Rockstar. of Rockstar. Rockstar. That's Rockstar. Right. Yeah, yeah, I always get yeah. them mixed. But yeah, that's that's absolutely the thing. I've never really like I've played them. I've never really gotten into them, so maybe it's time. Um, and I've also also like pulled out my PS4 so I can finish Red Dead 2, uh, which I've been meaning to do for a long time. So I'm very excited for Please. anything at this point. Um, Please. I had a good talk about like I've never played the. The Red Dead Online. I was having a talk with one of my students about it the other day, and um, they were comparing it to like, um, you know, did you play GTA Online? No, I've never played that on the online yeah. one either. And I've, I've always kind of been interested in both because of like the different aspects of it, of like <laughs> running your own posse or your own gang or right you know, like, playing poker with people or whatever you do in these games, like that right. MMO aspect of it. But um, I'm also not a big MMO person, so maybe it is time for me to check out GTA again now that I'm a master of open world games. This in my is own your mind. time. In my own That's mind. it. Yes, it it's is. My time has come to <laughs> get five stars and and run away. So, <laughs> anyways, speaking of run away, we gotta run away with the show. Uh, <laughs> it is the end of the show, my friend. Where can you find us? You can find us all over the interwebs at don'tforgetatowel.com, the only place to travel geekly, or defaentertainment.com, where there's other great podcasts as part of our network. You can find us on the socials at defaent, and, you know, wherever your podcasts are listened to. Um, This is Casey saying, go read your comics. And this is Chris saying, don't forget a towel.